the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm back. I ventured into the Great White North and I survived. Yeah, I can report that it's, um, it's not quite North Korea yet. Uh, I spent my time sitting in front of our house looking at the lake. Didn't spend a lot of time mingling with the populace. I heard a little bit of griping, but not, not much. So I really don't know what the mood is there, but um, not long after I got home, I came across this. This is just, <laughs> this is from the Toronto Police Department. That would be the Toronto, Ontario, Canada, city of what, five, six million? It's big. I don't know. It's a big city. Um, this is from their police department. It's the Media Center, spelled C-E-N-T-R-E, of course, you know, it's Canada. Here's what it says. Missing woman. Ryerson Avenue and Bathurst, Bathurst Street, Isabella de Grace, 27. Now, that's the headline. And then the text says, The Toronto Police Service requests the public's assistance locating a missing woman. Isabella de Grace, 27, was last seen on Saturday, June 25th at 3 a.m. in the Ryerson Avenue and Bathurst Street area. So, of course, the police are concerned for Isabella's safety there. And they're hoping that, uh, you know, that their description is going to lead to someone contacting them with her whereabouts. She could be in trouble. Well, here's the rest of the text about uh, Isabella de Grace, 27, who's missing. She is described as 5'10", with a thin build, shaggy blonde hair, and a full goatee. <laughs> She was last seen wearing a black T-shirt and gray pants. Police are concerned for her safety, unquote. There's a picture of Isabella there, and she sure looks like a man. This is where the world is in 2022. The police, who are concerned for the safety of a citizen, are describing the woman as having, the woman, this woman, as having a full goatee. And the picture looks nothing like a woman, by the way. It's a man with relatively short hair and a goatee and a hairy neck. Uh, this, of course, makes it much more unlikely that anybody's going to report having seen Isabella. Some people are going to think the part about the goatee is a misprint. Uh, they're looking for a woman. They're not looking for a person with a goatee. Uh, others are going to be just confused, and some will probably, I don't know, throw up. But, uh, you know, who knows if Isabella is ever going to be found. So police departments in major cities in Canada have bought into the insanity. Totally. This is a missing woman. It's a picture of a man. And they're described, they say they're, it's unbelievable. It's only a matter of time till this creeps across the border and shows up down here if it hasn't already. Anyway, when we come back, speaking of insanity, we're going to hear from a woman who is trying her best to end the insanity in local public school classrooms when it comes to subjects like transgenderism that produce that insanity I just told you about in Toronto. And in our second half hour, we're going to talk about abortion with the producer of a movie, a Broadway play, a book, and now a podcast about America's worst serial killer, and he killed babies. Stick around. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. 
Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Your spouse has said your marriage is over. And they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Bean. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now, it's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. So sign up today. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Check out lovestories.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3390 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3390. Enjoy. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, there was a big win at the Supreme Court last week for parents interested in school choice, and there has never been a better time for parents to have it uh, with all the insanity going on in public schools today, to have the choice, I mean. Uh, And a lot of the insanity was exposed during the COVID hysteria. That's when the Parent Choice Coalition was formed. Uh, We're speaking with Mary right now. Uh, She's only going to use her first name. Uh, but she is on the board with the Parent Choice uh, Coalition, and she joins us now. Mary, thanks for being here. John, thank you so much. I am so excited. I'm glad that our team's connected and I can talk to you today. Okay, so let's start with what uh, Parent Choice Coalition is all about. Yeah, absolutely. And if any of your listeners throughout tonight, you have any questions on what we do, please go to parentchoicecoalition.com. Also, too, if you want to help, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more what's going on in our schools. Uh, please go to givesendgo.com backslash Lebo Choice. Um, and I really want to put that out there because we have amazing parents doing amazing things for our kids. So as you mentioned, during the hysteria of COVID, parents realized what was happening in our schools. And unfortunately, you know, teachers took on the role thinking that they knew best for our kids. And there is a distinct difference between raising a child and teaching a child. And parents and teachers have to have that shared understanding. Well, during COVID, we saw that that wasn't happening. And a group of parents came together. We started in September 21. We organized. And throughout the South Hills of Pittsburgh, our goal was to empower parents so that they knew what was happening in their schools. And when they had a viewpoint that wasn't aligned with the secular view of education for their children, they would have a group that could stand up. Because unfortunately, 
when parents do speak out, if they have positions of authority in the community or if they have a business, if you're not telling the party line, and unfortunately, if you're not on the left side of the school board and their issues, you get doxxed. And we wanted Parent Coalition to stand up so people had a place to come, build true community, because that's what's going to build this change, a community of parents. And um, teaching our children that democratic and patriot values matter. Uh, We have three pillars that we focus on. It's parent advocacy, letting parents know that they have a right. And this is for everyone that's listening. Every parent has a right in their child's education. And, you know, the more you dig into it, your eyes are opened as far as what we can and do for our children with that advocacy. Um, Educational choice is a big one. Um, I grew up in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, We were talking earlier. I remember listening to you on the radio, excuse me, on the television at the time. And I know what Pittsburgh public school children, what they have um, as far as access to public schooling. So this is for everybody in the South Hills community. Uh, Choice is so important. And also community activism. And we're not talking about the doxing the screaming, the emotional gyrate that we see over these topics. We're talking about getting to know your neighbors, the families, and building a community when you get to realize we all want the same thing. We want to raise our children. We want them to think critically, to formulate an argument so that they can then take what we steward and take it to the next level. Um, Our group is a mixture of Bethel, Mount Lebanon, Upper St. Clair, Peters, Cannon Mac, to name a few. And when this all came to fruition, we were running, going towards the goal, and we heard that Mount Lebanon needed some help. And we decided that we were going to join and help Mount Lebanon uh, with what they have going on there in the school district. And we connected, and we're going to do some damage over there. Okay, Good so, damage when I say that. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, we get to. The, I want to get to the. Obviously, want to get to the Mount Lebanon uh, issue in a second. But what was um, what was the initial response when you formed this uh, the Parent Choice Coalition? Did you were there a lot of people out there waiting for something like this that they thought that they needed? Yes. Um, so Jill, at the time, she was the one who stewarded this. She was our president. Um, parents were just baffled. I mean, we saw this across the entire country. Um, parents are listening to what is happening over Zoom. Parents are looking at the science and asking questions. Why can't my child return to school? You know, the emotional aspects, the psychological aspects, all of it. And parents really, for the first time, were coming together saying, I can't believe this was happening. I was going to parent-teacher conferences. I was talking to my educator. But when they really saw behind the curtain they realize that we need to step up and we need to speak up because, you know, majority of our population, I believe the last number I checked is around 86% of students are educated in the public education system. So regardless if you have the means to go to a private school, which my parents sacrificed and sent, I know, me and my siblings to private Catholic education, and it was awesome, best choice, taught us how to critically think, formulate arguments. Even if you don't have that opportunity, we should all care about education because what comes out of the schools are going to be our next leaders, teachers, physicians, business owners. And if we allow this emotional, subjective garbage to influence the academics of our students, they won't understand objective truths and they won't understand how to build an argument or to delineate facts from fiction. And parents got really, they, they were just baffled. And we um, actually, Parent Choice, why we chose to expand and look at other schools that we can help, happen, excuse me, help in the South Hills is we're actually going to be um, opening a classical school. Uh, hopefully we can come back and talk about that at a later time. But there was such momentum that parents, we were like, you know what, not only can we make a difference in our public schools, but we can also offer another option to parents that if we can't get this through, um, we'll do it again. And again, I just ask, if you want more information, you can find more at parentchoicecoalition.com. 
And uh, if they want to send money to help you guys, it's uh, givesendgo.com slash LeboChoice. Yes. Okay. Um, there's two options. Uh, LeboChoice is going directly now. We've made our campaign uh, to help the three families in the school district, what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And there's also other options at Parent Choice Coalition so we can help those other school communities. Also, with the web link, if you're in a school community that's not represented and you just need a group of people to come drink coffee and we can give you resources, drop us a note there, too. We'd love to connect with you um, because just sharing those values. You know, people think that we're alone in this, mm-hmm. and we're not. You know, yeah. this isn't about parents, you know, hating another family. And I believe that's what's so cruel about what's happening. If you're on the right or the left, that should not be a discussion in our schools. These are kids, and we love them. And I, I truly believe that when parents are advocating for their children, they're doing it with their best interest at heart. Unfortunately, though, if the left gets a hold of it, it they go into their natural MO. Mm-hmm. They say a lie, they repeat the lie, and then the lie is the talking point that everybody knows. And then you got to come back and defend yourself even that much harder. And that's why we're partnering and set up the uh, givesemgo.com backslash Lebo uh, so we can help that because these families, they're doing the best thing. Yeah, that's that, are- that, that's what I want to get to before we get uh, start uh, running up against the clock here. The three parents in Mount Lebanon, what happened with them and what are you guys doing to help them? Yes. Well, first of all, I want everybody to know I'm not speaking on behalf of the families of Mount Lebanon. Um, I'm not speaking for their attorneys, the plaintiffs, anybody in the case. So I just want to put that out there first. Um, But in February timeframe, we had an incident at Mount Lebanon where a teacher at Jefferson Elementary School decided to show um, and share a highly controversial book about transgender, uh, gender dysphoria, the technical medical diagnosis, and six and seven year old students went back to their parents saying, mom, the teacher told me I, I got it wrong that, you know, that the, that you and dad got it wrong or the, the doctor got it wrong in a summarized version. And unbeknownst to a lot of people in the community, this same teacher had had multiple incidences in the classroom from not saying the pledge of allegiance to telling students, you don't have to share these things with your parents when you go home Um, it escalated. And when the parents brought it to the school board, it wasn't addressed in a manner that it should have been. Um, They were kind of, oh, no, it's not an issue here. Uh, Don't worry about it. And when the community heard that, the community started to rally behind these parents. And um, we had people reach out to us saying, how can you help? Um, They were going to school board meetings. There were no answers. You know, how is this being taught if it's not outlined in the curriculum? And uh, there are more parents concerned, but again, because of jobs and everything else, these three families, they, I'm telling you what, they are showing their children the best teaching lesson in life is stand up for what you believe in. God will take care of you, stay the course, have the perseverance, run the race. And I think out of all of this, that's the best thing. And um, that happened. The parents came together. They ended up filing a lawsuit in May against the school board. Uh, the principal, superintendent, and the teacher. Megan Williams, uh, or is her name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jefferson. And Jefferson now School, at, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, at Jefferson Elementary School. And um, just as of today, um, yesterday, the court did a stipulated order. Um, the lawsuit is moving forward. So I want to make everybody know that's listening. The lawsuit is still happening. Um, there were some rumors out there yesterday that, oh, people settled. No one settled. Um, these three families, uh, it is, you know, like I mentioned, dated on the 28th, a stipulated order of the court um, between the plaintiffs and the defendants where there are certain things that need to take place. Um, it is a public document. Again, if you have questions about that, we can share the law. They're public records that are out there um, so that you know the truth, that this lawsuit is about parental choice. Mary, what what would a win in this, what would, if they win this lawsuit, what do they get? What happens? Well, I don't want to speak directly, like I said, um, on behalf of the plaintiffs, you know, but it is give parents the choice and do not teach this in our schools. You know, this topic 
our children aren't even introduced sexual education until fifth grade, but yet we think it's appropriate to talk about gender identity, gender fluid, social transitioning at six or seven. How are we going to teach them pronouns if we can't even define a pronoun, let alone an, an adjective, right? So right. the goal is this is not going to be taught at that age. And if it is going to be taught, there's going to be parameters and parents are going to have the ability to opt out of this. We have the right to stick up for our children. Do they not have the ability to opt out right now? For transgender, what is happening is the school board is saying it falls under the diversity, equity, and inclusion clause. And that the way that the presentation was brought forward, the principal thought there was nothing wrong with it. No issue, no concern. The problem is, in the past at Mount Lebanon, if there has been a controversial issue, Black Lives Matter discussion, mm-hmm. um, the Holocaust, even the sexual education measures, there is a form that is sent home, parents are notified, and you are given the option to be taken out of the class. They do not see a problem with this. They do not, they believe that under the, the umbrella of diversity, equity, inclusion, this topic can be taught without regard of a parent's concern, and that is just not the case. This goes against science. It goes against objective, truth, critical thinking, formulating arguments, basic skills that we want our children to learn in school. And we've allowed the woke, emotional left to unfortunately drive what is happening in our classrooms. And um, so where is the lawsuit right now? The judge made a ruling yesterday. What's the next step? So the next step now is we are waiting for going to court and litigating. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, yesterday the lawsuit is still ongoing. I can't talk fully uh, because I don't want to jeopardize anything on their behalf. But what we can do and what I want people listening to do is that we can help these families. Um, they are doing, like I said, the best thing for their children and standing up for what they believe in. And if you go to givesendgo.com backslash Levo, those funds will help in these legal fees. Um, this is going to be a fight. And I also believe that this will not only impact Mount Lebanon, but it will impact Pennsylvania and possibly across the country. We just saw that a football coach is allowed to pray. Yeah. I mean, how awesome, I mean, so people need to realize that this isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. And the left, they've known that for years. And look what's happening in our school. So I'm challenging everyone, do something. Connect with us at parentchoicecoalition.com. Go to givesendgo.com backslash choice, And we will, we are going to fight this. We are going to give the best education for every child in Mount Lebanon, and in the South Hills of Pennsylvania. And so uh, I only have a little over a minute left. We're talking to Mary. Uh, we're not use- giving your last name. She's uh, on the board at parentchoicecoalition.com. Uh, and um, and uh, there's an issue in Mount Lebanon where three parents are suing the Mount Lebanon School District. Um, so they're, they're, is the, do they have a better argument than... Ah, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. We think it's fine. Equity, inclusion, blah, blah, blah. Or, or is there's, I mean, I just don't understand how they can fight this and and win. That yes. To say that so, parents, no, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to have anything to say about this. So the books, the way that it was presented, comes down to curriculum. So even in the guidance courses that our schools offer, the books are approved. They're ap- approved by the principals, school board, superintendents. The problem is with this teacher and looking at her patterns that most parents didn't even realize. I mean, it was so bad she wasn't even saying the Pledge of Allegiance in August until a substitute came in and a child went home and told their parents, we actually said the pledge today. So it, it was brewing. Um, the issue at heart with this is, is that a teacher took it upon themselves to introduce material that is not approved to be taught in the classroom. And because of that, and because it is not outlined um, directly in the DNI task force that Mount Lebanon stood up and in their goals that they want to obtain, parents have a right. Anything by parental choice, you, we already have this, so if people don't know, if there is a topic that goes against your religious and moral views, you have the right 
address your school to opt out your child. Hey, uh, you have that right. Mary, and, I'm, I'm out of time. One more time uh, where they can uh, send the money to help the, the, uh, the case in Mount Lebanon. Yes. Yes. Please go to givesendgo.com backslash Lebo Choice. That is givesendgo.com backslash Lebo Choice. I look forward to meeting all of you, too, that, that contact us. We're going we're gonna to see some great things. We'll talk again. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, John. We'll Bye. Be, we'll, be, we'll be right back. SRN News, I'm John Scott. At a news conference, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says the Russian conflict, currently focused on Ukraine, could get worse. If this becomes a full-scale war between Russia and NATO, then we'll see suffering, damage, death, destruction uh, at a scale which is much, much worse than what we see in uh, Ukraine today. Stoltenberg spoke at the end of a summit in Madrid and labeled Russia a direct threat to its members' security. That I will administer justice. That I will administer justice. Without respect to persons. Without respect to persons. Former Justice Stephen Breyer administers the judicial oath to Katanji Brown-Jackson minutes after his retirement. The 51-year-old Jackson becomes the first black woman in the nation's highest court. The Dow is down 290 points. The Nasdaq off 140. This is SRN News. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer.com. Hugh Hewitt. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. The Supreme Court wrapped up and Justice Stephen Breyer retired and rode off into the sunset, probably at Harvard Law School. We're not sure. Justice Jackson is now the ninth of nine justices. We'll talk about what that means and what the court did on Thursday on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh Hewitt, weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250, The Answer. Summer is here and the open road awaits. This is John Steigerwald and Pitt Cycles has what you're looking for. Choose from a huge selection of 136 models from Indian, Triumph, KTM, Royal Enfield, and more. Plus, some big exciting changes coming just around the bend. Get your trade in value in seconds at PitCycles.com and see just how easy it is to take your ride to a whole new level. Pitt Cycles in Warrendale, next to Jurgles. Reserve now and beat the rush at PitCycles.com. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
Parkway West. We're looking at plenty of heavy volume on the inbound side between Carnegie and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. More than a 10-minute delay, most likely for you. Outbound not doing too badly. Parkway East down to the usual volume inbound. Downtown 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Construction delays 837 between Neal Street and Glenwood Bridge. That work going till 10 p.m. Outbound 28 volume from Route 8 to Delafield Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Mainly clear skies for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 65 for tomorrow. Warm and humid with partial sunshine, a heavy afternoon thunderstorm, the high 88. Patchy clouds and humid tomorrow night with a thunderstorm in the evening, followed by a passing shower late, low 69. Saturday, clouds and breaks of sun. It'll be humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Outdoor plans can be impacted. We'll reach a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, abortion is going to be getting a lot of attention, obviously, in the next four months before the election. And that can be a good thing because it creates opportunities to tell the kind of stories that might make it less likely to happen. Abortion less likely to happen, that is. Uh, The story of Kermit Gosnell is one of those stories, and it's getting a lot of attention because of a work, because of the work of the uh, producers of a movie about him. Felon McAleer is one of the co-producers, and he joins us now. Felon, thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure to come on your show, John. Always a pleasure. So it's called uh, Serial Killer, a true crime podcast. And uh, the Federalist, the website Federalist, uh, says abortionist Kermit Gosnell gets the true crime treatment. So what is the true crime treatment that you gave him? Well, if you listen to podcasts, you know, narrative podcasts, you know, this is a six-episode podcast on the on the whole story the life of Kermit Gosnell the investigation into him the 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 arrest of him the trial of him and the conviction of him and it has uh, interviews by the, the detectives the prosecutors his some of his victims uh, some of his staff even and even Dr. Kermit Gosnell himself from in creepy jailhouse interviews uh, defending himself so it's a complete, uh, all you need to know uh, about the Kermit Gosnell case. And all you need to know, the truth too, also about abortion, but also how, how uh, leftist uh, bureaucrats and leftist politicians and Republican politicians, pro-choice Republican politicians in Pennsylvania look the other way as this guy was murdering and maiming people for 40 years because reproductive rights had to be protected. So it's, it's, a, it's a very dramatic, people can listen to it on, on their Apple podcasts or wherever they get their podcasts. It's a very dramatic uh, story. I mean, he was only caught because they were investigating him as a drug dealer, not as a, a killer. Yeah, and um, you mentioned there's interviews. How much of that stuff is new? How much of it was... Stuff that you uh, you know that maybe you you heard for the first time. I mean, you always hear something new. I mean, we we wrote the book about about Gosnell, uh, so a lot of the things we've covered in the book. But not everyone wants to sit down and read a book. But they will listen to a podcast uh, on in their cars. You know, they will listen to it uh, at night. They'll listen to it in the house. Um, so uh, you know, there's, there's so much to be learned about Kermit Gosnell. How he was the biggest oxycontin. Uh, dealer in Philadelphia, possibly in Pennsylvania, when they started investigating him. They didn't know that he was a killer behind closed doors. Um, but by the way, the Department of Health did knew because they were getting the complaints and they were getting the death certificates and they were getting you know, complaints from doctors and nurses, but they did nothing. Uh, so they, they covered it up. So, I mean, it's, it's a great story of, of, of cover-ups. And then the media cover-up, the mainstream media refused to cover his trial uh, because they didn't want to shine a negative spotlight on abortion. So it's, it's a great story with all dramatic twists and turns. And, I mean, the biggest twist of all is, you know, the prosecution almost didn't convict him because um, when, when they were trying to explain what he was doing wrong, what a good abortion was, the, the jury were shocked about the brutality of good abortions and wondered, is what Kermit Gosnell does really that, you know, is it, is it much more brutal? Is it just cutting corners there was a whole they, they learned a lot you learn a lot here i mean people love true crime stories you know so it's it's done the kind of style of dateline if you, if you know that show mm-hmm. on a saturday night yeah, you know, yeah. interviews with all the main characters and a narrative and a twist a few twists along the way 
There, so, you know, it, it's, you, you, it's, it's compelling, actually. Are there any apologies mixed in with any of those comments or any admissions to uh, having done a really bad job of not covering this story? Does, is there anybody uh, uh, in that group that feels <laughs> bad about it yet? Uh, God bless you, John. God bless you for your, your innocence. No, no. Being a leftist means never having to say you're sorry. Yeah. We reached out to the Department of Health. They wouldn't even tell us if anyone was fired over, over the Kermit Grosnell case. They wouldn't uh, give us a statement. I wrote, reached out to the police and they were accused. We found out that they, they had uh, a homicide complaint had been made against Gosnell years before. They had closed it without any serious investigation. I reached out to them. We reached out to them when we did the book four years ago. We're still waiting on the response. I rewrote to them and said, we'll write, we'll get you shortly. You know what? I'm still waiting. So, no, listen, being a leftist means you're never having to say you're sorry. And they're, they're not going to say they're sorry. So we need to get the truth out there. And, uh, you know, this is, I would tell people there's nothing horrific in this podcast. It's not, it's not um, gross or in any, any way. But it's a, it's a real interesting, almost blow-by-blow account of a, bringing down uh, one of Pennsylvania's and perhaps America's biggest serial killers. Yeah, um, I, it's uh, it's amazing that that there. Uh, if you wanted to get fired uh, from the health department uh, in Pennsylvania, all you had to do was refer to Doctor Rachel Levine as him. That would get you fired. But, That's right. Yeah, but facilitate a mass murderer? Eh, not so much. <laughs> amazing. So, um, but the story didn't get a fraction of the intention that it should have. From the media, yeah. so and, and you did a book, a successful movie, even did a Broadway play, and now a podcast. Yes, Do enough people know who Kermit Gosnell is yet? I have a feeling you're not going to say uh, yes. Of course they don't. I mean, you know, but we're not finished yet. I mean, look, the Gosnell podcast is now number thirty in in, in podcast, which is amazing in the world, right? And true crime in the world. It's about 120 in, in all podcasts. But we need to get it into the top ten. That's why people need to go there. SerialKillerPod.com and and go on the Apple Podcast app or go on the Apple Podcast app on their phone, download, listen to the first episode. There's nothing gross, nothing horrific in it, but you hear good, decent cops trying to make sense of a mad, mad world and trying to understand something, but not realizing they were investigating him with one hand tied behind their back because their colleagues in the Department of Health were covering up when they were supposed to, they were sent to assist them. And they actually uh, were sent also with a secret mission to cover up and obstruct the investigation. How many kids did he kill? Sorry, what did you say? How many kids did he kill? The grand jury could only go back a few years, and they said hundreds. In a career, it must be thousands, plus several women. He's America's big, He's the world's biggest serial killer. And, and we said, you don't use the word serial killer lightly. You know, we've, we've got, and the detectives talk about this, you know, they talk about him making jokes as he killed people, laughing, uh, eating food. And somebody says he enjoyed it. He got off on it. This was his pleasure. So, and, and he, he recruited others to kill. He had a ritual for killing. He bore all the hallmarks of a serial killer. But in the grand jury, they said hundreds, but they could only go back so far. Um, and, should he be as well-known as Jeffrey Dahmer? Everybody knows who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Look, this is a man who kept baby feet in jars, nicely labeled and stored in a cupboard where people, and in a fridge where people ate their food. This is a guy who had cats roaming his um, procedure rooms. This is a guy who had a 17-year-old as his chief anesthesiologist. This is a guy who kept intimate photographs of his victims. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. Uh, it's you know if it bleeds it leads it used to be the old journalism maxim right, right. but not if it's not if it's if it shines a negative spotlight in abortion then we stuff it down the sofa well, well no longer I mean the cover up stops here yeah well um, when you talk about the number of kids that he killed uh, do you get to count the abortions or were you just talking the the babies who were born alive and then killed those are those are, those are the babies born alive I think in his total abortion career he did between. About twenty-five thousand. That includes just abortions, but uh, there was there were yes. hundreds or thousands of babies born, born alive. alive. Yes, yes, because that was his speciality. Late, late term, almost full term, and then uh, they were born alive, and he would kill them. And what was his defense? I mean, um, they weren't alive. 
Yeah. But I mean, the jury, it's funny, the jury wanted the women to be charged as well. Very interesting. We spoke to some jurors. They wanted the women to be charged because they said they knew how late on they were. They knew what was going on. They knew the time of day, you know. So, so it, it opens all sorts of questions. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, it's a cops and robbers kind of story. Uh, cops catching a bad guy. The, the the politicians included Republicans. Uh, I think I remember you talking about Tom Ridge being one of them. Which yep. uh, he's yep. he's a guy that conservatives are supposed to like, even though he's a, right. a pro-choice guy. Yeah, he, you remember back in the in ancient history, you know, like uh, two thousand and fifteen or whatever, when when you were told, oh, you have to be a moderate to win Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's before Trump. But anyway, you have to be a moderate to win Pennsylvania. So Ridge went forward as a pro-choice Republican. And uh, he was the one, he came in and he told all the people from the department about no more inspections of abortion clinics. And once that happened, as his grand jury said, the inspections at the Department of Health beforehand were perfunctory. In 1993, they stopped. And there was nobody walked through the door of Kermit Gosling's clinic uh, inspecting it for 17 years, until the drugs raid, actually, in 2011. And, uh, you know, as... as, as uh, that just gave him carte blanche to kill and kill and kill. Several women came out of that clinic dead. They never put a, a foot into the door to, uh, to inspect it. Amazing. Um, and uh, so you, you, we have the, uh, the ruling by the Supreme Court last week, and this isn't necessarily related to your project now with the, with the podcast, but just I'm just wondering what uh, your reaction is and what's the reaction you're getting from people uh, that uh, follow you and, uh, you know, the group that you run with that are so anti-abortion and you're, you're, you're a crusaders, you guys. Well, you know, listen, we're crusading journalists, too. At the end of the day, this is a journalism story. This is, there's a truth here that needs to be told. Um, we can let people make up their own mind about it. You know, I'm confident that the truth will set people free. And when we give them the truth, they'll, they'll be shocked and they'll be interested and they'll want to learn more. So, I mean, what kind of reaction are we getting? Look, the podcast is heading towards the top 10 po- of all podcasts. Mm-hmm. That, we need people to go there now, SerialKillerPod.com, and go on the Apple Podcast app, download the podcast called Serial Killer, a True Crime Podcast. That's Serial Killer, a True Crime Podcast. And, and really get it up, to, you know, because all these leftists are, are the top 10 podcasts. Let's get in among, let's put a, Let's let's put a, a turd in the punch bowl, as they say, and really really stink that top ten out and, and show it to them. Show them that the cover up stops here. Is this a, another classic case of the cut? Well, I don't think it's, this this would not be a case where the cover up could be worse than the crime because you, you can't get much worse than the crime. No, no, the cover up, but the cover up it, it means that there are other gosnels out there. Say that again. The cover-up means there are other Gosnells out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you aware of any? Yes, yes. I mean, you specifically? Know, I, no, I can't name them. I don't want to, you know. No, but I mean, I'm, you I'm know you know they're out there. You know, there's almost one in every state. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, what, would it take to un- what would it take to uncover them? Is it, is um, are, are they being ignored, too? Of course they are. Democrats want to protect them, and Republicans don't want to go there. So, so you're that saying is, you're, you're, bad saying, right there. you're saying that Gosnell, as bad as he was, I mean, you you call him the worst serial killer ever in America. There are mm-hmm. people out there in the same league with him right now that are being uh, getting away with this, and uh, the, are yeah, the media I mean, maybe, covering maybe it not up? The same, maybe not the maybe not the same league, but there. I would listen. These things are going. He didn't learn this from from the wind. Mm-hmm. There are people doing exactly what he did, you know. People traveled all over. People come up from him from Washington and Virginia. So there are little nodes of people doing this kind of thing all over America, many, many of them. And what what will it take to, to, to make those stories public? You did a movie about uh, this guy. Yeah. Well, listen, we need, we need good lawyers, or good, good politicians, good law enforcement, and good media. And, you know, that's, that's a big... That's a big climb for anyone these days. What's what's the uh, the, the ruling by the Supreme Court going to do to that? Does that make it more or less likely that the media become interested in this? Well, actually, you know, it, it means that people are forced to discuss abortion at a state level now. 
So, you know, previously Republicans were able to say, look, I'd love to bring in legislation. I'd love to do this. I'd love to do that. But, you know, the Supreme Court has tied my hands. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? They ain't now. So you're going to have to, you know, do what you said you're going to do or, or go away, I suppose. And once you start tightening the law, this will drag people like Gosnell out into the spotlight, out into the light. We're talking to fellow McAleer. He's one of the uh, co-producers of a podcast called Serial Killer, a true crime podcast. Uh, he's also uh, the co-producer of a book, writer, co-author of a uh, um, I'm sorry, co-producer of a movie, co-author of a book, uh, a play. I have to ask you before I let you go here, we've got about a minute left, what's going on with Hunter Biden? you got the movie about him and... Uh, and, yeah, uh, the media yeah, yeah. My son Hunter, my son Hunter is coming out coming out late July, August. Uh, I was just looking at the trailer there; it's very funny. I mean, it's a funny story; it's a, a ludicrous story. Hunter Biden, uh, you know, eighty three thousand a month was high on cocaine and and crystal meth, uh, and uh, you know, and using his father's name to he got three million from the mayor of Moscow's wife just for, and he got part. He was part of a one point two billion dollar Chinese investment fund. It's good to be a Biden. It's good to have the media on your side. But again, that cover-up's going to stop very soon. My son, Hunter, when's it coming out? Probably August. Okay, um, I'll be looking forward to it. We'll have you on to talk about yeah. that, fellum. That'll be great. That'll be great. So, Go. Serial Killer, a true crime podcast. Thanks, John. Okay, very good. That's fellum McAleer. We'll be right back. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code CLOCK for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code C-L-O-C-K. Use code CLOCK for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. So we told you about the, uh, in case you missed it, 
the uh, the police, the, the Toronto police, uh, putting out a missing persons bulletin, uh, and it said a woman was missing, and then in the uh, description it said uh, she is she is five ten, uh, blonde, short blonde hair, and a full goatee. So they were actually. <laughs> They're actually saying that there's a woman out there with a goatee who's missing. She's more than missing, believe me. He's missing a lot. So, so then I come across this. This guy, Sam Brinton, B-R-I-N-T-O-N, he's on Twitter. And uh, he is wearing a uh, woman's uh, pants suit, uh, red. He has a shaved head. He's got lipstick um, on, you know, eye makeup. And uh, he's wearing high heels. And on Twitter, he says, it's official. As of June 19th, I now serve my nation as the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy in the Department of Energy. It takes him like a half hour every day just to say where he works. But um, And he says that it is really thrilled. He says, due to the concern of negative and threatening responses, like we saw in my previous announcement, including more than 100 death threats and more vitriol than I could have imagined, I held off announcing my official start until I could be safe and secure in my new role. But goodness, this is a time for celebration. It's really official. The beautiful irony that the months-long process of getting me into this role culminated in a Pride Month start date is not lost on me. And uh, then he goes on to say, uh, I don't know if he's a he or a she, but I don't know. He's Sam and he's, I don't know. He said, I now lead a staff of hundreds and a budget. How'd you like to have this guy for a boss? He's wearing, comes in wearing high heels. He's your boss. Uh, with a nuclear waste fund, he's responsible for over $45 billion this guy's in charge of. He's wearing high heels, makeup, and he's just thrilled that this all happened to him during Pride Month. I'm just wondering, when Pride Month is over, is there any chance we can go like I don't know, an hour and a half without hearing about how wonderful it is to be gay. Would it be possible for that to happen? I don't know. I think today's the last day, right? Tomorrow, July 1st. Well, it was a wonderful month. See you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.